So um, this is inspired um, actually because I'm a four-year-old and I recently registered her for the Appleton Public School District and it caused a lot of frustration. And it made me reflect on my experience uh, going to a predominantly white school and a predominantly white city and a predominantly white state and a predominantly white country, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, so this is called Unlearn Kindergarten. My dad and my older brother walked my five-year-old self to my first day of school. They stopped at the entrance of the door and said, My beloved name of Ki was all I knew for my five years of life. It was given to me by my two-year-old when I was two years old, and my parents said it was because I hooted and hollered like a monkey. My life changed. They just told me that my name was mine and that white people were going to be calling me it and that I should be answering to it. <laughs> First grade. For my school's Halloween parade, my teacher had begged and asked my mom to dress me in my traditional Hmong celebration clothing. When my punky Brewster and Care Bear friends asked me what I was, I innocently answered, I think I'm a Hmong person today. <laughs> Second grade, I was pulled out of class each day to go to my English as a second language group. As I identified colors for the white teacher, my friends and I would talk in Hmong and say, we don't know why this white lady don't know yellow. <laughs> my name was always written on the board for talking in Hmong during my ESL time. Third grade, my teacher asked me to stand in front of the class with my math homework then proceeded to compliment me on how well-spaced out my math homework was. She asked all my, all my friends to come and look at my work to see how it should be. During recess, I was made fun of for being a suck-up and being good at math. Fourth grade, my mom asked me to go to the parent-teacher conference with her. There, I was asked by my teacher to serve as my mother's trans English translator. Then I proceeded to tell my mom that my reading was behind and that it was in her best interest to read to me. And that I also like to talk in class when I shouldn't and it could really be an issue. And also I had to tell her that I wasn't always nice to everyone and it could cause problems. I then proceeded to go to two more classrooms where I translated to my mom that my two younger brothers were, might be a problem because they didn't like to read out loud or that they could be more outgoing or that they didn't know how to use a fork and knife properly at lunch, and it reflected really poorly on my mom. And also, if they could help us with homework more, it would be really helpful. Fifth grade, I found myself sitting in front of the principal's office. This white man was looking at me, and I was looking at him. I was wondering why I wasn't outside at recess building my snow fort. The principal asked me if I knew that my name was scratched on the bathroom stall. The M to the A to the I was chipped off by the beige paint in the girls' bathroom stall. I told, the, I told the principal I didn't know. Then he asked me again if I knew who did it. I didn't know my name was written on the bathroom stall. This person then proceeded to tell me that he would call my mother if I didn't tell him what happened. My mother was never called. My name was written two more times within the next two days. And during those, during those days, I had to find a bathroom partner every time I went to use the bathroom. My friends didn't talk to me for the full two days because I was considered bad. On the third day, I received a letter from Carissa Helling stating that she was sorry for writing my name on the bathroom and that she would never do it again. Sixth grade. There was a leadership conference without the, within the school district. 
each school was able to select one boy and one girl to go to the sixth grade conference. I found myself in the hot seat in front of the class. Every sixth grader had to participate. The school counselor asked me if I would lie for a friend. I said, yeah, I think I would. Everyone else said no. I later found out I was selected. <laughs> when that was announced, I was then called by my classmates a liar. And then at home, my parents questioned why I even volunteered. Very hard to explain. Seventh grade. I had never used a sewing machine before, before my home economics class. I learned how to sew a blue baseball pillow. It turned out pretty awesome. My teacher told me I did a great job because I was small. She further explained and assumed that because of my bundle cross-stitching experience, that's why I knew how to sew and that it was in my blood. I later told her I had never cross-stitched my life. Eighth grade. My parents were worried that their children were becoming too Mikado, too white. So they moved my nine siblings and me to another city where there were small people. When completing my new school registration, the white woman asked me, what is your name? And I said, oh, my name is Mai. And then she asked me, no, what is, what is your American name? What is your real name? And she gave me that look. And I thought, oh, no, it's Mai. It's M to the A to the I, like three letters. And then she said, no, we are looking for your American name. Thus, my middle name was used, Josephine. And then Mai disappeared. Ninth grade. During my physical science class, I had learned about gravity. What happens when things fall? We were asked to make a balloon pop using only three items. We were given a week. I was partnered up with the other monk person in my, the only monk person in my science class. We had done a pretty good job. When we handed in our project, we saw that all the parents had helped the other students, and we didn't know that parents could help. We were given a poor grade because our material was not up to par because we had used tape and glue instead of nails and staples. 10th grade, my business teacher, because I was on the business route or identified to be on the business route, asked every one of us to identify why we were good candidates for college. Got up on the classroom and said, hey, I think I'm smart. I think college is for me. This is what's gonna happen. He later proceeded to tell everybody also because I was a woman and also because I was a minority. 11th grade, this allowed me to go eat off campus. And those who, are, who those who remember eating off campus was very cool. I was driving with my friends, and some of my mom friends were in front of us. All my white friends in the car said, go hit those mom people. I later stopped the car, asked them to leave, and then started to cry. No one knew exactly what was going on, except for that I told them that I, too, am a mom person. I was then privileged to hear that I wasn't like them and that I was different. Senior year, everyone was handing out their college acceptance letters and talking about where they were going to college. I too had gotten accepted to college. So I was telling some, some of my teachers and they said how lucky I was and how fortunate I was. I later had to correct them that I really had to work really hard and that I scored really well in my ACT. It wasn't just by luck, but I kept on getting constantly reminded that how fortunate I was and how lucky I was that I was getting into college. And that's what I had to unlearn. Yeah.